You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Better eclipse to the outside. Leap to fame. Leap to fame. Operation. Inner Dominion complete. And it's all Larry. Leap to fame. Bolts in. What a moment for Dixon. Leap to fame. Better eclipse. Swayze. Spirit of St. Louis. Next over the line. Speak the truth. Narano. Canina Problema. Pete said so. Our money rocks. Back towards the tail. Future assured. Classy Washington. Turn it up. The final split. 27.7, the Pelican Waters Resort mile rate. It would have to be a new world record, 153.6. And big things in store, as we know, the Hunter Cup, the AG Hunter Cup, the Miracle Mile, and potentially the race by Grins, the big slot race in New Zealand. Uh, 2024 looks bright, doesn't it, for Leap to Fame. Kevin Seymour is hopefully going to join us shortly. Kevin had a, had a bit to do with the family. Of course, he's better's delight, Lettuce Reason, and I think Kevin may have been involved with Lettuce Reason's dam. Her name was Left For Me. Uh, the uh, the dam of Lettuce Reason. Lettuce Reason won 17 races herself uh, from 51 starts. And Darren Clayton is joining us. Good morning, Darren. Yeah, morning, Steve. He well and truly deserved that. I know it was well talked about, but um, 2023 was a bit frustrating for him in some of those big races where he just had to do it too tough, was brave. But when he found the top, it was game, set, match, wasn't it? Yeah, it certainly was. And, um, you know, I think... It was a really good tactical race that in a Dominion final, and like you say, he's he went close in a couple of big ones. You look at the races he's run second in um, throughout the year. You know he was just on the cusp and just didn't have things go his way. Well, it went his way on Saturday night, and he proved just how good a horse he is. And um, you know the fact that he's run second in a Eureka, second in a, a Blacks of Fake, second in a Victoria Cup this season, yet he's still. Um, you know, it's been a really big season. So big, in fact, it's the uh, second biggest prize money season by any Australian standard bred. Kevin Seymour, the owner of Leap to Fame, he's been in harness racing for a long, long time. Uh, but that was the highlight of your, your involvement in, in the sport, Kevin. Is that fair to say? Good morning. Good morning. Um, I think that uh, you'd have to say probably that is... Um um, something that uh, we never thought we'd achieve. I mean, it's an Australian bred horse um, winning the the Inter Dominion in such a scintillating fashion that um, you know Kay and I are on a fantastic journey and and living every day. You almost didn't make it to Albion Park, however. You had a major <laughs> health scare in recent weeks. Oh, don't remind me of that. Here I am, here I am laying in hospital. Um, about to go under under the operation or the knife and um, thinking of, well, am I actually going to make it to the race that I've um, been really living for, the Inner Dominion? Um, you know, will I be there? Won't I be there? Um, you know, I, I keep thinking of the grass is always greener on top of the ground. I mean, uh, you know, it was, a, it was really, when you think of it, a terrible thought uh, and a terrible tra trauma to go through at that particular time. Understand, over 90% blocked, was it? One of your arteries, they had to rush, rush you in for emergency surgery. Can you take us through yeah. what happened? Yeah, um, yeah. they they said it was 98% blocked and um, 
that if I didn't go in for, for surgery, well, you know, uh, I may not have been here today talking to you. But um, they rushed me in, brought back all the staff uh, who were on uh, on leave, and um, the cardiologist uh, got things started, and that was all over and done in uh, an hour and a half. Um, and um, as he says, I, I should be back um, as good as good as normal. Um, it's just amazing what these hospitals can do um, uh, to get you back um, in in the in the world of the living uh, so quickly. Were you just feeling tired all the time and lethargic prior to that, Kevin? I mean, surely there must have been symptoms. Uh, yeah, well, it, it's a funny thing. It's it's, it's a lesson in life. Um, on the Saturday, I was feeling a, a bit ordinary. I you know just I didn't feel anything major but I just felt ordinary and then Saturday lunch I said okay look I think I should go up to emergency and just check on how I'm going because we're off on, on holidays tomorrow going to Port Douglas and um, you know if something does happen to me up there I mean, I'll be in the probably in the, in the Mossman Hospital um, with probably not the, the greatest facilities there and uh, anyway uh, a couple of the worm and half. I went to uh, emergency about three o'clock in the afternoon, and that's when they told me I was having a heart attack. So it was probably fortuitous that I did it, and probably one of the luckiest things um, I've done in my entire life. Because we saw you really emotional there on Saturday night, Kevin, and obviously understandably now. <laughs> well, I mean, look, honestly, can you believe a bike who has been living, waiting for this race, um, all this anticipation, emotion building up in the lead-up to it, um, and has just been in hospital under the knife, um, not knowing whether he's going to live or die, and getting to the track, seeing all those people there, um, you know, and knowing that they've all got the expectation that Larry will live up to their anticipation. And then when it happened... And he won so convincingly, um, it all got the better of me. I mean, I just, I couldn't really talk. I mean, I was so emotional that you could not, I don't think anyone in their lifetime could imagine just the wave of emotion that went over me at, at that particular time. And he took the race by the scruff of the neck a long way out and just ran them into the ground. How, how good is he, Kevin? I mean, he just seems to be getting better. It's quite frightening, really. And you've had a bit to do with the family, haven't you? Yeah. Um, look, he's obviously a very good horse. I mean, if you look at the times he's running, uh, every second race he goes out, he sets a new track record. Or Like on Saturday night, was a world record. I mean, that in its own, I think, is a great tribute to the horse. But he wins so easily. I mean, Grant never even pulled the plugs on Saturday night and he never drove him out. Um, and, you know, he won by such a big margin. I mean, really, um, Steve, it was so exciting. Um, I don't know how you describe it. I mean, it was just overpowering. And this is a gentleman we're talking to, for those that don't know you. You know, as I said, you've been involved in the sport for probably close to 50 years and you've raced a lot of outstanding horses. I mean, even the Colt 31 won almost 50 races, didn't he, a couple of seasons ago. But for you to talk like that and be genuinely excited, you know, um, you just speak with, you know, this horse has got the X factor, Kevin, over a lot of those other horses that you owned in the past that were very good in their own right. 
Yeah, I mean, we've had a lot of nice horses over the period of time. But when you when you look back on, we've spent 50 years breeding horses, racing horses, and getting the enjoyment out of out of uh, the winners. But there's never been a horse in our experience or um, as part of our sort of cycle of racing that has sort of captured our imagination anywhere near like this horse. I mean, he's such a beautiful pacer. When you look at him, I mean, he's like almost poetry in motion, the way that he paces. Um, Grant has looked after him and sort of, you know, sort of um, mothered him. Um, You know, I think if... um, Trista wasn't there. He'd probably put him in bed with him at night time. I mean, he just <laughs> loves the horse. I know Trista gives him the licorice treats and all that. She does. and But, you know, Grant has, you know, truly fallen in love with the horse. I mean, it's the best horse he's ever had in his entire career, both of he and his father. Um, it's a horse that he sees as building a, even a stronger future for himself. Um you know, I mean, so many, so many hopes are riding on this horse, um, and to date, he's he's um, he's certainly sort of done everything that we could possibly ask of him. Um, but the public, I mean, the public has really fallen in love with the horse. I mean, you know, if you'd have heard the roar of the crowd on Saturday night when he turned for home, I've been in the sport 50 years. I have never heard that noise coming from the crowd. As he turned to the straight and he, he, he travelled the length of the straight and passed the winning post. The stand was almost vibrating with the, the sound, the noise and people jumping up and down. Uh, it was a sight to behold. And Chris I've Barsby's never, call never added to that too, didn't it, Kevin? Oh, he was fantastic. I mean, Chris put the, you know, the real sort of motion in the race, created the atmosphere... And, um, you know, as he was coming down the straight, Chris was just magic in the way in which he was promoting it. Darren Clayton, I'm going to hand the baton over to him because he's got a 1,000 questions for you as well, Kevin. And as I said, I appreciate your time. We're talking about Leap to Fame, the Interdom Pacing Champion of 2023, Darren. Yeah, and what a, what a performance it was, Steve. Kevin, if we could just take it back to the start. Obviously, you bought this guy out of a, a sale in Sydney, what was it to start with that attracted you to, to you know, give the instructions to Grant, come home with this horse? No, I didn't buy it. This is one of the things that I'd like to give um, full credit to Grant Fork. Grant went to Sydney. He bought it. He rang me on the way home and said, I bought you a couple of horses. Um, I think there's one that will be outstanding. I love, I love the look of the horse. I like the confirmation. Um, he's one of your family. I think that uh, being by better's delight and out of a fake left mare, just just the ideal breeding combination. He said, I'm sure you'll like him when he arrives. Well, I n- never knew that was the case. So Grant and Trista have bought the horse and, and then have said you'll lo- love him. And, well, you look at the I- fact, too, the two that he's bought for you, um, you know, combined cost just under a hundred thousand dollars, and combined they've now won over two million. Yeah, well, I mean the other horse, um, I think we only paid twenty thousand for him, has won close to four hundred thousand. I mean, 
uh, as well as um, leave to home is one one point eight million. Um, you know what a what a, a great investment that he's he's made. Um, but I just want to make quite clear that I had nothing to do with it. It is a fantastic credit to Grant that he selected the horse, um, and uh, all he got me to do was just to pay the bills. Unbelievable. Now you've, like you said, you've, um, you know, this was the race that you've been wanting to win, and you have had some success with Mr. Feelgood previously. How much more did it mean by that race being at Albion Park in in your home state and, and with that home crowd who they've really they've really taken to leap to fame and really you know he he really is a, a people's horse at the moment. Yeah, they they love him. I mean. He's just, as you say, captured their imagination. But we've done things that also to involve the public at the same time. You probably know we gave 5% of the winnings to a person selected at Albion Park uh, to have 5% ownership during the heats and the final. And um, as a result of that, they've walked away with $20,000, which they didn't expect before they went to Albion Park. Yeah, full credit to yourself and to Kay for providing that opportunity. And uh, I saw him on track on Saturday night. I think he was he was just as excited as you were. And um, you know that was a, a great moment on Saturday. Like you said, the the atmosphere was unbelievable. I was lucky enough to be standing right on the edge of the track as he came past, and and that roar that you said it was it gave me goosebumps. So. I could only imagine what it was for yourself and for Kay for owning this horse. I, I, I went ballistic after the race. I, I had a brush of blood to my head and I, um, I gave free, bre- free beer to the crowd after the race. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what came over me at the time. Were you allowed to have a couple of those Leap to Fame beers that they made at the local brewer? Yeah, well, as you know, we've um, we've uh, uh, put uh, Leap to Fame beer out now, and uh, it's in cans and uh, available at Albion Park. Um, they tell me it's not a bad drop either. Just looking ahead, and I hope this, I hope Larry's around for a lot longer for us to see racing-wise. Obviously, breeding-wise, he's he's got all the hallmarks of being a potential top-line sire as well. Uh, um, I bet you wouldn't mind racing a few of them when they when that time comes. <laughs> well, <clears throat> yeah, I mean it, it's uh, it's something we can look forward to. But bear in mind, at my age, at 84, um, I'll have to be pretty lucky to be able to race a couple. But if if that happens, um, so much the better. But um, some of the the major studs are already talking to us about about that. Um, but the interesting thing is, which you may not know, is that over the last few days we've had quite a few inquiries from America uh, to see if we'll either sell him to the Americans or take him over there and race him in some of the major events. Um, now, we're, we're pretty par- parochial, as you know. I mean, we're, we're Queenslanders through and through and, and Australians. Uh, Kay and I would like to take him around Australia and race him in the, in the feature Grand Circuit events such as the Hunter Cup and the Miracle Mile and and races like that. Um, 
And just bear in mind that Grant looks after the horse so well. He's not going to ever race him. He'll he'll pick the races of which he thinks that um, uh, are appropriate for him to race in, in Australia. For instance, we've been invited to go to Western Australia for the slot event over there, but he's uh, declined that because the, the flight of five hours going over and then having to um, run the risk of not being able to get back quickly, uh, Grant has dismissed the slot race, uh, the Nullarbor, in Western Australia. What about the Grins race in New Zealand, Kevin? That timing would work. Well, uh, Dean Shannon's a, quite a good friend of ours, um, and he's the boss, and they've got a slot in New Zealand that they'd like us to go over for. And certainly that's one of the considerations right at the moment is uh, we're looking at that quite seriously. The race by Grins, yes. Uh, uh, that slot race uh, in New Zealand. Darren, um, just Kevin, in regards, so America's definitely off the table with, with Leap to Fame? Uh, absolutely. Um, as I said, we're parochial Australians. We're not going to... Um, take him away from Australia at, in the foreseeable future. Now, we all thought um, some months ago that this would be the last Inter-Dominion final at Albion Park, but maybe not. You know, Brad Steele's keen to have it, you know, maybe the winter 2026 before we finish racing there at the creek. We'd love to see him in that in that one, Kevin, in a few years' time. Can we keep him going until then before start to see him in that Inter-Dominion at the creek? Boy, oh boy. Wouldn't I love to have him there in 26? And of course, I'm sure the Queensland public would love him to be there as well. We'll, we'll do everything in our power, I can promise you, uh, to make sure that we get him there in 26 if human, humanly possible. Darren? Well, I, I really hope that can come to fruition because wouldn't that be a send-off for, for somewhere that's been so dear to your heart, Kevin, for so long to, to see him win that last one and hopefully... You know, he can win another couple in between as well and, and really stamp himself as an absolute champion. Let's not worry about the ones in between, Darren. <laughs> Let's just think of, think of Albion Park. And, and look, what a great send-off. If they're going down to Norwell, um, and this is the last race at Albion Park before they leave, uh, I mean, I, I think it's just the promoter's dream. I couldn't believe if there's anything that would be better for, for Queensland and... And Queensland followers of harness racing. They'll be pulling pegs out. They'll be grabbing some of the sand on the track, Kevin. They'll be doing everything there, if that's the case. They'll be ripping will. branch colours <laughs> to shreds. <laughs> they'll, they'll tear the place down. They will. Uh, and you're involved, of course, so much history. And you've been involved from the start, haven't you, at the speed pacing capital of the world, basically, when it all started? Yeah, I mean, you never, never forget your history. I mean, I come from a fairly very modest sort of background and in 1967 I worked there selling tokens at the front entrance gate uh, for the opening night. So it's a long history with the sport, a long history with Albion Park um, and Albion Park, is, as you said, is very, very close to my heart. How much were those tokens, do you remember? <laughs> my memory's not that good. I mean, uh, <laughs> I am 84 these days, and, and you do tend to lose it a bit, don't you? I'm just thinking, Kevin, with that operation that you had, the emergency surgery, that artery was almost 100% completely blocked. 
Um, if you didn't have that and the excitement of the night on Saturday night, I mean, gee, you know, no doubt that's, that's gone through your head, you know? Well, it, it has. And as the cardiologist said, there was just a dribble getting through. Um, but I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have been there on Saturday night. I mean, quite clearly, um, it was the, probably the most fortuitous moment of my life. Um, and, you know, you lay, you lay in bed in the hospital and you think of things, well, you can have all the money in the world, you can have all the, the horses in the world, but if you haven't got your health, what have you got? Very well said, Darren. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think if anyone was doing it a little bit tough on Saturday night and they went to watch Leap to Fame, they would have walked out of there with a, a much bigger spring in their step. And I, th I think everyone can thank you, Kevin and Kay and Grant and Trista for providing that to them because uh, I know for me, myself being there, that it, it literally did give me goosebumps. Yeah, and I think, look, to be honest with you, when you've got a good horse, you're always fearful the horse is going to get beaten. Um, and, you know, you start to say to yourself, well, what should I do or what can I do uh, to give things back to, to, to Queensland? And, uh, you know, we're starting off in a, in a small way. I mean, one of the things that we thought we'd do is uh, we'd get the shoes off Leap to Fame and... Well, either auction them or do some sort of promotion to um, give away the shoes of Leap to Fame. I thought maybe we should, um, you know, how they do the jerseys in football and they give and sign all the jerseys and things like that. Um, yeah. I thought we should do something like that. We should get Grant's colours and a big photo of Leap to Fame um, winning one of his major events, um, and we should auction that for charity or something of that nature. I, I think it's important that people, when they're fortunate to have a good horse, um, they do something and, and give something back to the, indus the industry and to the public. I'd love to see him, Kevin, get the thoroughbred people involved as well because everyone's talking about it. It's not just people that follow standard bed racing. It's everybody now. So, you know, if, if he goes to New Zealand or even if he doesn't, you know, after the Miracle Mile and... Brisbane Carnival, you know, run, runs alongside the, the Gallops Carnival as well. It'd be just great to see him showcase the races, Eagle Farm or Doomba during the winter or something like that to get thoroughbred people involved and see him a bit. Yeah, as you know, there's quite a few thoroughbred people at the track on Saturday night. Um, I can't believe, I mean, it, it is unbelievable, the amount of texts and emails that we've received. We've got 176 emails and texts about the horses winning. Now, that I, I don't, I don't care whether it's thoroughbreds or, or harness. That's incredible. The amount of interest that that has shown, and people that we've known 30 and 40 years ago, um, as well as the new people and the people from the outside the industry, are sending emails and texts. It, it, it's, it's almost unbelievable what, what, a, what's been created by this horse. Let's just keep him going, Kevin, for, to forget those stud offers. Just keep him going for as long as possible, please. That's my request. <laughs> well, we'll, cer we'll certainly do our best. I can guarantee you that. Um, and, you know, whilst we get a lot of enjoyment out of the horse, we want everyone else to enjoy it at the same time. Anything for Kevin wrapping up, Darren? Yeah, well, that, that enjoyment, like I said, I, I think that's wonderful that 
you want to provide that because he has to date and um, we continue to see him as long as he as we can and thanks for your time Kevin and, and thank you for the opportunity to see him race there on Saturday night and uh, to Grant to Trista as well enjoy the ride I know everyone else is enjoying it as it as it unfolds thanks very much Darren appreciate your kind thoughts and um, uh, if this horse can continue to give everyone in the sport enjoyment uh, that's our ambition Kevin would you say he's got the eye of the tiger uh, well, I don't know if he's got the eye of the tiger or the tail of the tiger, but um, he's, he's certainly um, uh, something that probably we may not see again, but whilst we're seeing it, we should enjoy it. Enjoy this. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks indeed. Bye. The truth, some moment, somewhere. Tim's a trooper, third quarter. 27-6, unrelenting the pressure at the top of the lane. Hot and treacherous drives to the lead. Here's Leap to Fame, closing in quickly. Stride by stride, he's going to Hot and Treacherous. They swing into the home straight. Leap to Fame draws alongside of Hot and Treacherous, puts him away. Speak the truth, running on late. Oh, the fame game continues. Leap to Fame. Redcliffe, Darren. Bernie Ring has been involved in that particular club for a long period of time. And here's something I bet you don't know about Bernie. He's got the eye of the tiger? Possibly. But he's also a radio announcer as well in his spare time. Yeah. Yeah? He joins us. How are you, Bernie? Good, Stephen. Good night. You host your own little radio program up there on the peninsula? Yeah, I do, Stephen, on a Friday night between 6 and 8 on the community radio on 99.7. Uh, yeah, just covering a lot, lot of local sport around the place. Um, yeah, no, I enjoy doing it. I've been doing it for about five years now. and uh, get a lot of comments back. Um, some of the stuff we cover, a lot of the other people don't. So, no, I enjoy it. Do you put on that voice after dark, love songs after dark with Bernie, <laughs> all that sort of stuff? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Darren, it's a big night for Redcliffe. <laughs> It is. You've got a strange thought in my head there. Love song dedications <laughs> with Bernie. Right? Sorry about that. <laughs> it's a big night tonight, Bernie. It's probably, you know, outside of the, the cup and, and the patron's purse, it's probably one of your, your biggest races. And um, how's it shaping up tonight? Yeah, no, going all right, Darren. Uh, we've got the Redcliffe uh, Christmas Cup on tonight. There's a North Two Hustler backing up from the Inner Dominion Consolation from the other night. And, yeah, no, it's a very open sort of race this, like, this year. So, yeah, we'll just go back about 20 years ago. I think uh, Blacks of Fake actually won the Christmas Cup here many years ago. Yeah, um, I think Destreos might have won it a couple of times as well. So some, some good horses there. And like you say, Northview Hustler, Miracle Moose also coming out of that Inner Dominion series. So um, should be a good night there. Um, anything else happening on track? Oh, no, we've got Santa coming up after the Cup. Santa will be there for the kids. There's um, presents for the kids this year, like we always do. And the trainers, winning trainers and drivers, don't get a ham. So a uh, bit of Christmas cheer given out to the club there on uh, tonight. Now, your track was the venue on Friday for a milestone. Nathan Dawson picked up his 400th winning drive there for the year. Um, you're on hand. What... Um you would have seen plenty of Nathan driving at Redcliffe this year. He's 190 of those 400 have been at Redcliffe. So, um, you know, w what do you think of that achievement? Like, it, uh, It's hard mate, to fathom just the sheer numbers. 
Uh, yeah, the sheer numbers just unbelievable, Darren. He, he drove the or broke the Queensland record there, 315 early in the year. Then there's a chance I know a betting agency bet uh, good price to, to, to break the record and 400. And he got that the other day on the on the Friday. And also it's a big weekend for Redcliffe. Uh, Peter also, Peter Gregg never ever trained 100 winners, and he did that on Sunday with Pago Pago. There. So the Peninsula Track has had a few records this year. So no, we're all going well over there. It, uh, it's great to see a lot of lot of the um, background oh, backyard boys uh, turn up there week in week out. Grant turns up. Yeah, no, it's great to see him. All these records being broken, and at the moment being done at Redcliffe. Yeah, definitely. And you've just had um, a new. New committee be inaugurated? Yeah, certainly have we. We've had. Uh, it was good to see we had uh, three vacancies on the committee, which is the three people already there, and we had uh, five nominations. So five doesn't go into three. And we welcomed Dan Costello, the photographer at Redcliffe and Albion Park, on the committee. Um, Dan will no doubt bring uh, different uh, views to the club and the committee. And it's great to see people wishing to willing to put their hand up to be on the committee at Redcliffe. And. Will this be your last term as president under the constitution, or can you? Un- yeah, under the constitution, this will be my last term. But if uh, I can go again, but at, uh, if I need to, but um, I'll make that decision uh, early or early in the middle of next year to see what happens. Uh, we've got a major project going to be underway. Hopefully, we'll be finished by uh, January 25. That's the new lighting project. Um, yeah, it's been a major stepping stone for the for the lighting over that Redcliffe. We'll go from what we've got now, the incandescent lights to LED lights, uh, which will help the community around the place. Won't be as much light displeasure as what there is now. So how does that operate, Bernie? Were they new towers as well, or they just replaced yeah. the, the... No, no, she's a whole whole new fit-out. Uh, towers, lights, and um, electrical work, new transformer going in. Um, yeah, so it's a whole complete new uh, setup. So, major project. Yeah, our major project is that we don't, we'll probably, the boys are sort of working around it now. There's surveyors out there now. So it'll probably take 12 months because we don't want to interfere too much with the racing side of things. But yeah, no, it'll take probably a good 12 months. Hopefully a bit earlier. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, so plenty happening there at Redcliffe. We'll get to see Santa tonight and the Redcliffe Cup. Um, it should be a great night up there. And um, any. I know previously you've had a, a Saturday night standalone meeting in the January. Have you got one of those coming up this year? I think there possibly could one. Around the Magic Moon, some may be one there. I haven't really looked at the calendar down. But, yeah, we normally try and get a standalone meeting on a Saturday night to uh, for the uh, people over on the peninsula. I know we used to race Friday nights uh, many years ago, and we've made a, a go of the Wednesday nights are good. Uh, we've been averaging between 40 and 50 people up in the restaurant on Wednesday nights now for a long time. Um, yes, and I hope to get a few more tonight and uh, over the carnival uh, early in the new year. Being holidays, um, anyone coming down to the peninsula on a Wednesday night, if you bring your kids up to the restaurant, you dine in the restaurant, the kids eat free up in the restaurant as well. I don't know whether well, I'd pass as a kid. I might have to try that one <laughs> next time. Yeah, no, you'll be right. <laughs> Most welcome. Uh, yeah. well, thanks for your time this morning, Bernie. Really appreciate it. And like we say, the Christmas Cup is race five tonight. That's at 7.50. And uh, anyone in the area got kids, Santa will be on track after that race. So if they've been good and can find you a winner, maybe Santa will help you out. Okay, thanks, Darren. Thanks, Dave. Minnie Rippon, can you play that for me next time I'm up there? I'll see what I can do. Also, the leap to fame that we played the eye of the tiger, that race that night, I've been at Redcliffe for probably 25, 30 years now. I've never seen a horse do what he did on that night, and everyone 
locals, Kerry Evan, and all these people have never seen a horse do what he did. Like three wide for the last thousand metres of race and just run away. It just shows what quality of a horse he is. Thanks, Bernie. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, Bernie Ring joining us there from Redcliffe. Can we have a look at a couple of these races tonight? Darren, the quadrilla legs at Redcliffe, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, sure. So um, that first leg will be is the Christmas Cup. So should be a good race that one, Steve. There's um, it's pretty even across the board. So um, the m money certainly come early for the Donny Smith train Romani. Um, he'll be having even though he's trained on the track he'll be having his first race hit out he's only had a couple of runs now for Donny so um, certainly be including him um, I thought pocket the cash number six um, he was he was really big in victory last start just not suited by the gate that makes it really hard I thought uh, rock bottom number eight he hasn't been too far away needs uh, the right sort of trip and high voltage throw him in as well he's a horse that can work home off the speed and if the gap opens in time he's certainly one that can be uh, running onto it there the second leg race number six i've got number one Bertles firefox on top should be suited better back to the sprint trip he had to go the 2040 last time and um, just couldn't finish them off he was only beaten two meters so the sprint trip and gate one certainly in his favor Gosling in flight will certainly be thereabouts from his gate. It was a good win last time out. Throw in number eight, Matt Eye Reactor. He's the off-pace runner that can, can swoop home over the top. The third leg, race number seven. Happy to go one out here with number six, Risk Taker. Um, wide gate, but he was pretty good on debut. He trialled well and... Uh, he just got nutted on that debut performance. He started uh, around about the dollar forty mark in that race, and he finds a winnable maiden, that's for sure, in race seven. That's horse six, risk taker. And in the final leg, um, thought this was a chance in two between number one, torque rider, who gets the options from gate one, can either lead them up or, or take a sit. Um, probably likely to take a sit because her her record at the distance would would suggest that uh, that would be a better option and number two tracer bullet um he was third behind Trugit shadow uh last time out of two starts back and Trugit shadow was a good um good run at albion park yesterday and this is the type of race that he can certainly be thereabouts in so we'll go one and two in that uh last leg so just to recap those numbers the quaddy first leg race five playing numbers four six seven and eight the second leg race six numbers one and two and eight third leg race seven number six only and the final leg race eight numbers one and two thanks darren appreciate it steve thank you